Hi there, my name is Romana, and great that you are listening to Philosophy Explained. This podcast is focused on interesting philosophies, so you can find a true connection with yourself and the people around you. Are you ready to expand your vision on life and to be inspired? Then let's start. When you feel like you need to expand your knowledge on what life is about and what you want in your life, following a meditation course in an Asian monastery is definitely the way. By shutting out all norms and routines you live by, and by giving yourself more space to listen to your inner voice, you start to find your authentic self. But it might be that you don't have the time or don't feel the need to visit a monastery to live a monastic life for a while. If that's the case, but you are still curious about how to meditate, this is the episode for you. In this episode, I will talk about the different kinds of meditations, what focused meditation is, why you should meditate, and how to meditate. I learned how to meditate in a Buddhist monastery in Nepal back in 2019. I personally decided to follow a meditation course because I felt very stuck during that time. It felt like I had an overwhelming amount of feelings that I could not describe, which led to a lot of confusion and mental chaos. I decided to follow a meditation course since I heard that it empties your mind and clarifies your thoughts and feelings. That is when I took a look on the internet for the best meditation course in all of Asia and discovered Copen Monastery in Nepal, which is the place where I learned how to meditate. There are three types of meditation. You have analytical meditation, mantra meditation, and focused meditation. Analytical meditation is a meditation form in which you focus on thematized questions. During meditation, you take time to find out how you feel about certain topics and find out the logic behind complex concerns, such as death, for example. With mantra meditation, you focus on repeating a mantra. A mantra is a combination of words with a particular sound. It is more about the vibrations than the meaning of those words, although those words are forming a meaningful sentence. The mantra I learned in a monastery, if I remember correctly, was Mahatae Mune Mahamunaye Soha. Mantras contain certain vibrations that you will feel within your body as you say them out loud. These vibrations have a calming effect on your body. Also, it changes the energy that you feel within and that you send out to your environment. I personally also definitely believe that repeating a mantra that has a meaning to you gives you strength. And then you have focused meditation. Focused meditation is the meditation form that I will teach you during this episode. 
Focused meditation revolves around the premise that by focusing on one constant thing at a time, you can empty your mind and find peace and quietness within. This peace and quietness makes it easier to get in touch with your suppressed emotions and make you aware of your strong feelings towards specific topics. Don't be surprised if, during a focused meditation session, you might shed a tear or a waterfall now and then. Because it strengthens your feelings and makes you more familiar with your authentic voice, it helps you make decisions in the future. After all, it's easier to find out what you want and need. So, how to do focused meditation? I will tell you how to do focused meditation, but please finish listening to this podcast before you start to meditate. I will not guide you through the meditation, since you will need complete silence and not my high-pitched voice disturbing your peace. Focused meditation starts with creating an environment of comfort. Not too comfortable though. If you lay in bed, for example, you will definitely fall asleep. Especially when you just started meditating. I remember I fell asleep over and over again during the sessions at Copan, and I was sitting up straight back then. You can create comfort by, for example, sitting cross-legged on the couch. You can decide yourself whether you prefer to have back support or not. Comfort is most important here. We don't all have to sit like the Buddha statues. What is also important is quietness. Put your phone on silent and let the people at home know that you are going to meditate. So, if you follow these instructions, you are now sitting in a quiet room and in a comfortable position. The next step is to close your eyes. What we are going to do is focus on our breathing. It's a good, consistent and returning bodily movement and relaxes you. Now, it could be that your mind turns to a thought you are having. Very important here is that you know that we are not aiming for rejecting thoughts. The end goal is not to push thoughts away because they keep you from focusing on your breathing. Instead, when a thought pops up in your mind, be aware of what is happening. Next, let go of your thoughts by focusing on your breathing again. What you could also do to make it easier to focus on your breathing is counting. Breathing in and out is one. Now only count until 10 and then start over, so you won't lose track. What is interesting about being aware of your thoughts is that at that moment you do not identify with those thoughts. You only perceive them from a distance. When you perceive your thoughts, it is easier to let them go. You could compare thoughts with passing boats. Imagine sitting beside a river. You are watching the water and boats are passing. These boats are your thoughts. You can choose to either follow the boats with your eyes or look back at the water. In our daily lives we are used to following our thoughts. 
With meditation, you learn that you are not your thoughts and how to let those thoughts go. Once again, don't fight them. Only be aware when your mind is having them and let them go. So identify and refocus. When you just started, a meditation session of 10 minutes is perfect. More than that is not necessary. Gradually, after a few weeks or months, you can increase it by 5 minutes. Practice leads to excellence. Also, don't wait for the perfect moment to meditate, but create that moment if possible. When you are very busy and chaotic in your mind, you might think it's not the best time because you don't feel like it and wouldn't be able to focus. Actually, these are the best moments to meditate. After all, that is when you need it the most. Most people meditate around the same time, at least once a day. They meditate after waking up and before going to bed. I personally meditate when I feel it is the right time. When I worked from home, I did a meditation session when my mind was getting foggy. I also prefer meditating before I go to sleep. However, you should decide for yourself when the best time is for you. Consistency is key here. Make sure to meditate every day for at least two months before you draw any conclusions on whether meditation is something for you. I am consciously not going to tell you how you are supposed to feel and when you are doing it right. If I would do that, you might judge yourself and be distracted by thoughts such as now I am doing it right or now I'm doing it wrong or it doesn't work. The beautiful thing about meditation is that the meditation itself feels good. It is not another means to an end. And still, in time, meditation leads to wonderful results. In Western society, we are very used to occupy our minds with distractions. Even when we relax, we occupy our minds with social media, Netflix, music or daydreaming. The space you create by meditating is crucial if you want to understand and trust yourself more. Meditation finally gives your true inner voice room to speak and to be heard. Your decisions will be suited more to your needs than to the society or your direct surroundings their needs. I learned through meditation how to gently quiet my mind. After I left Copen Monastery, when I continued meditating, I learned more about myself. Because I discovered how to quiet my mind, I was able to find my feelings more easily. I personally struggled with that shortly after leaving the Copen Monastery, because my mind was starting to fight against what I learned during meditation. I tried to analyze and rationalize everything, and that was my mistake. Sometimes we don't know why something does or does not feel right. That doesn't mean that those answers will never come to us. But we don't need to wait until we have all the answers until we make a decision that feels right to us. Because then we might wait forever. So what did you think about this episode? Are you going to try to meditate? 
Are you going to make sure you're going to do it for two months? I hope this episode challenged your mind and I'd love to hear what you think about this philosophy. If you'd like to, you can visit my website www.thetrueconnection.com Here you find many more articles and podcast episodes focused on self-development. Did you like this episode? Don't forget to follow this podcast. Thank you for listening to Philosophy Explained and hopefully until next time.